0: Precious listeners, this is your Keeper speaking. Before you dive into this week's episode, brace yourselves. Jianyu fell prey to some sort of foul curse this recording session, which laid waste to both his main and backup audio. We've done everything we can to clean up what was left, but he's going to sound quite a bit worse than usual. Please accept our apologies. Normal service will resume soon.
1: All human thought, all the sciences, science, all religion, straining whole direction, direction
2: to of the stars. and some day the peace and knowledge would have up such terrifying vistas of reality we're and of our friends When the stars were rising back, they could climb like the world from annihilation. But when the stars were round, they could not see safety.
3: But although they no longer lived, they would never really die.
0: and Welcome back, listeners. Today we will be playing session 7 of The Children of Fear, written by Lynn Hardy and Friends and published by Chaosium. Who are you all playing and how are you today? How?
3: Doing great. Playing uh, Dr. Eudora Lockhart, who is super hyped to get her grubby little archaeologist hands on a load of treasure in this cave.
2: Seb. I'm playing Luigi Anu, also known as Michael, and uh, I am. Yeah, I think my character is slightly less hyped about all of these Westerners stealing, uh, stealing artifacts from Tibet and hauling them off to, uh, to, the, uh, to the United States. But, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we will see what happens. Some sabotage may or may not mm-hmm. occur.
0: That's fair. Brayden.
1: Hey, everyone. Back again, playing Sofian, wine, or as he tries to get his friends to just call him, B'zaz. Uh I <laughs> am very cold and I'm pumped up for this session. Let's explore some stuff.
0: And Noxicals.
4: Yes, I am playing Timur Stepanovich Rapin, and I am looking for any excuse to bust out my Duolingo Russian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I am Fedra, your keeper for the day, and I'm feeling totally awake. Noxicals, tell us what happened last time.
4: After settling into their makeshift rooms in the Caves of 1000 Buddhas, our heroes are given a guided tour by Langdon Warner. The academic remains cagey about his reason for calling them there, but reveals that there's some tension between him and the resident would-be caretaker, the monk Wang Yuan Lu. After allowing Warner to wax lyrical about his exciting new chemical processes for restoring ancient murals, the party finally managed to maneuver him to a secluded spot and get him to spill the beans. Somewhere in the caves, Warner believes there is a hidden chamber filled with wonders beyond imagining. He has a lead, a suspicion that the treasures have been previously found by one of the many Russian soldiers interred in the caves by the Chinese government. If only someone could search for clues among all that Russian graffiti scratched on the walls. A full day of tedious cataloguing later, Timur finds more of the strange graffiti daubed in blood that our party encountered on the journey to Tunhuang, but the gang still can't make any sense of the grisly phrase. When all seems lost, The sharp eyes of Eudora Lockhart spot another message scratched beneath the bloody words, a clue. The secret entrance is found in a shady alcove, but the door has been plastered over. A nighttime rendezvous is arranged, and after some time well spent with hammer and chisel, our daring adventurers break through to a secret chamber. The room is too dark to fully explore without daylight, and rather than risk damaging potentially priceless artifacts, the party resolved to explore further at first light. A few hours of fitful sleep ahead, disturbed by earth tremors and more unpleasant dreams for Jian Yu. Upon waking, the crew are soon back on the case and, after allaying the suspicions of Wang Yuanlu through charm and flattery in broken Chinese, they enter the ancient secret chamber.
0: You have finally made it into the secret cave in the daylight and you look around and it is confirmed someone has indeed rifled through the piles of documents and artifacts carefully assembling some of the most obviously valuable unusual and easily transportable pieces close to the hidden doorway two prominent items are a black stone and a curved blade
3: Definitely want to inspect those closer. Do we need to roll any kind of skill, or can we just you know? Well,
0: I'm. Uh, you tell me which one. I'll give you a quick description, and then maybe there's some skills to draw, to roll.
1: Black stone. What? Take it away, Sofia. He's looking at oh. the black
3: stone.
0: Black stone. Did you say black stone? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Okay. I had lang. Don. <laughs> I don't know why. I'll just stare okay, at Langdon Warner's face. Just want to explore <laughs> his <laughs> body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> skills can I
1: wear? Seductive mustache wiggle. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, 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 that, 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 you're stealing Timur's job right now. He is oh, really yeah, sorry.
4: Langdon is too has... young for Timur. Timur he's only likes mild. very elderly men, as we've discussed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the uh,
0: Blackstone... A black stone, approximately six inches in diameter and a quarter of an inch thick, framed by a filigree of gold wire from which the faded and delicate remains of a cloud-shaped pad of fabric and five rainbow-colored silk ribbons dangle. One side of the stone is highly polished, while the other is inscribed with strange and heavily worn swirling motifs. These could represent intertwined stylized animals, or just abstract patterns. It's hard to tell. So we have uh, two sets of skill rolls for this uh, stone. One is geology, to discover the type of stone. (laughs) And the other is either history, Chinese or Tibetan, archaeology or occult. If you have occult over 20, then you get it without rolling. But, uh, we're not occultists here.
1: mm
3: But I would love to roll archaeology. Yeah. We are looking at a... Whoo! 62, that is a success. Um...
0: Eudora, you recognize this stone as a melong, or a shamanic mirror.
3: Mm-hmm. We don't have a picture of this stone, do we?
0: We do not.
3: Okay, I found that a little hard to picture, honestly. So, like, a six-inch stone, polished on one side, some kind of intricate design edge to it on the, into it on the other side,
0: mm-hmm.
4: with
3: some ribbons and fabric and thing mm-hmm. attached. Okay, yeah, cool. a a Malong.
0: And there's also the blade. Does
4: nobody have any geology for the stone? Then I assume.
0: I, I don't think anyone's discovered uh, <laughs> whatever. Let mm. me see if uh, Langdon has any. What was
4: the Malong called?
3: A, a shamanic mirror it's was it?
0: Not a geologist. Is anyone looking at the blade or?
1: Sophia will definitely defer to the more knowledgeable among us. Perhaps, perhaps looking at Timur. Too.
3: Timur, you want to look at this knife? Everyone's
0: avoiding this blade. I um, mean, I'm
3: happy to keep rolling archaeology forever, but someone else us to turn.
0: It is a rather nice-looking curved blade. Which skills did
4: you say would be useful for the for the
0: blade? Oh, I didn't because no one picked it up yet. But it is history, archaeology, and occult.
4: Yeah, it's. it's I mean, all I've got is history of art and. I mean, I'd probably know how to use it to stab a man to death, but that's not (laughs) incredibly useful.
3: How does a uh, extreme success in archaeology...
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's great. So it is a katari, or a kartika, a ritual flaying knife.
1: Ooh. Fun.
0: In a pile of discarded objects, there is another rather grisly find mounted on a staff approximately six feet in length are three skulls stacked one on top of the other topped with a trident blade it is obvious that the skulls are human anyone who thinks they would be unused to such sights, please roll sanity human skulls anyone
2: everyone possibly except for timon i don't know how I don't know how extreme the Bolshevik uh, <laughs> uprising was. Well, t- Timur is uh, specifically
4: inured to signs of death and dismemberment, so...
0: Yeah, so you should be okay.
4: I don't have any note like that.
1: I, I think I read Sofian is also uh, similar to Timur, unfazed by the dead.
3: Eudora isn't. I mean, she's dug up tombs and stuff, but am I supposed to assume this is particularly horrifying stuff? It doesn't just count as like, oh yeah, that's bone, that's fine.
0: Uh, the two lower skulls show vestiges of mummified skin and hair while the uppermost one has been cleaned of all tissue before its jaw was wired shut prior to being set in place.
3: Okay. Quick tell. Shall I roll? Uh,
0: that is one sanity loss, Jan Yu. How would you uh, instinctively react to that? And also can you please roll for Shen How about you? Uh,
3: There's a sanity roll, yeah. That is a
0: success. Oh no fumble. That's still one session. Shin has
2: mega failed. Okay. So She's
0: like, um, what the what have you brought me to? What? what is this?
2: Mm. Yeah, Jan you uh sort of uh will will swear in uh in Bandra. So Shinshin the go on. This is this is not a holy practice that I know of.
0: Uh maybe you do. Roll law Buddhism.
2: Wow! <laughs> not rolling well today. Mm. All the fumbles. Oh boy.
0: Yeah, I'll say lose one more sanity. Oof. <laughs> because you like you you had a second thought to try and look at it again, and you just could uh, not. Maybe this time. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> let me roll for, for Langdon.
3: Um, does a success on sanity mean no Zero? loss or it's okay? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Langdon is looking at everything in fascination. He holds on to this and says, fanga it's a tantric staff. And, wow, there are actual skulls on it. It's so unusual. You you rarely find these anymore. That, that means it must be very old. Uh, the skulls uh, nowadays are only carved representations, but... These are real human skulls.
1: Hmm. What a find. Uh, Langdon, please uh, pose with the, the staff. And Sophian will turn off his flash and uh, try to get a photo. Yes.
3: In the 20s, would cameras have had. Um... Are we talking about those like big bulbs that you screw in the top and then you use them once and they burn out? Or is that like even later? I'm trying to picture what a flash would have looked like. In the We're not 20- talking about flash powder,
4: right? We are still in the 20s, it's still flash powder. There's a it's whole, still powder. There's a, whole para- there's a whole couple of paragraphs in the investigator's handbook about how even in the 20s an awful lot of photography ended in literal explosions and fire.
1: Yep.
3: Brilliant. Okay. So. so when you say uh, <laughs> Sofian turns off the flash, you mean he doesn't start pouring explosive powders about the place? Yeah,
0: flash is really dangerous <laughs> to use. Amazing. Uh, he says... <clears throat> this this stuff, though, appears to be missing its uh, damaru. Uh, that is a double-headed drum. Although the dribble uh, ritual bell is still here. <clears throat> it's attached by this faded silk cord you see here. You can see that... As he lifts it, uh, the fragile silk starts to crumble and the bell falls on the floor with a surprisingly loud metallic clang. Oh no.
1: Hmm. Oh.
0: Timor.
4: (laughs) Sorry, what was that?
0: Don't you have a phobia of uh, loud sound?
4: Yeah, I I think uh, the sort of sound of the loud clang, Timor will probably do that kind of like starting thing and. Sort of semi throw himself down, uh, away from the noise, um, and then sort of realise it was just a bell. Look around sheepishly, stand up, brush himself off. I, uh, I misinterpreted the sound. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's okay, friend. Uh, I, I, it was quite a startling sound, wasn't it? But oh, this is amazing, and and look at that statue. Uh, a very unusual life-sized bronze statue stands up against the back wall half hidden by rolls of banners and other textiles it depicts a holy man seated in the lotus position anyone can roll a relevant art and craft or any history
3: Love to. I I feel like I'd be approaching it with a little bit of trepidation as well because the last time we were in a tomb looking <laughs> at statues, they came to life and attacked us. <laughs> That's
4: true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we got anything?
4: No, I failed at art history.
3: Uh, on my end, I got a hard success for history.
1: Oh, regular success here for so art history.
0: Awesome. So it is Gandharan in origin, and it is a representation of Buddha. Uh, the statue is incredibly old and quite unlike anything else in the hidden room, or for that matter in any of the caves that you have seen so far.
1: Mm. This stands out like a sore thumb. I mean, I've explored the entire of the caves of 1000 Buddhas, but this uh, this ring's different.
4: What's uh, different? I don't know. Is it older? Or is it uh, from a different place? How is it different?
0: Can you... All roll me a combined spot hidden and listen roll where you only need one of the two as a success.
4: <coughs> I passed it's... both skills for what it's worth. Yeah, just standard success.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: I've, I've rolled twice. I rolled for Yu and for Shenchu. So Shenchu has failed. Janyu has quite succeeded.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. So you notice that something else is odd about the statue. There appears to be a crack in the wall just behind the figure's head from which you can hear a faint sound of cawing. Caw! <whistles> Caw! Oh, oh.
2: Then you will take a, a tentative step towards it uh, hesitating because he's still reeling a little from seeing a bunch of impaled human heads on a trident which Landon water proceeded to pose for a photo with. <laughs> uh, but we'll then, uh, we'll then approach the uh, approach the artifact and, and, and inspect it more closely and, uh, and sort of look around to the others. Do, do, any, do you hear that? Yes.
0: Yes, I do. Yes. What? Are there, are there birds nesting in here? So looking closer, uh, this section of the wall isn't made of stone, but rather of ancient mud bricks. They're better quality than those uh, you removed from the window but are still crumbling with age. The fissure widens as it passes behind the statue, and despite leading further into the cliff face, vague shapes and movement can be seen through the crack.
3: Do they look
4: bird-like?
0: It's uh, vague, so you get the sense that maybe there is more.
4: Does it look like there's light in there, or is it very dark in there?
0: There is some light, but not intense light.
4: Sure. So it's, it's not like secretly, that's just like the outside of the cave. <laughs> Come out and <laughs> red.
0: <laughs> no. Langton sees this and says, There's another room! This is where all the valuable stuff must be hidden. We must get in it! And, though it, it does seem that something might be alive in there, but... It's probably just a bird. Bird. That reminds me of something. And it never mind.
3: Oh no. What like folk legend about a mythical bird monster is he failing to tell us?
0: And uh bird also feels familiar to you, Janu.
2: I was going to say, like, do I <laughs> do I know anything about this? Is there, a, mm. is there a role that I should be making for lore or something?
0: Uh, no, but you did have a bird relevant dream recently.
2: I did, yes. Thank you for reminding me. I even wrote it down. So yeah, I think uh, Jenny is like having having flashbacks to this dream of the, of this uh, of this huge black bird like striking at his face, and will uh, and will quietly uh, recount that to uh, whichever of the people that isn't Langdon Warner is closest to him. Um,
0: I think you're all quite close to each other. <laughs> you might have to wait until you're not in this same room.
2: Yeah, I think he'd he'd hold off, but just sort of yeah, maybe um maybe make like the side of the cross and take a like, take a brief step back.
3: Before we start knocking holes in the wall behind it, um, sorry, can we clarify what's what's weird about this Buddha statue? Like, what's so different about it?
0: The material is different. It looks much much older than everything else. It's much older. Okay. And um yeah, it is a bronze statue, but nothing else is bronze. Mm.
3: Right. Okay.
0: Everything else is usually like rock mm-hmm. sculptures. But this is, yeah, this is bronze. Alright. It looks much older than everything else.
3: Hmm. Oh. Well, let's not damage it if we're going digging.
0: So, it will be a hard strength roll for two people to try and move the bronze statue together. You can have a bonus die if three or more people do it at the same time. And then it will take another strength to smash through
3: the wall. We're all strong. Let's uh, give it the old heave-ho together, yeah, right? Why not? Three,
1: three people. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: Langdon is also. Um, I mean, he's going to start taking a step towards the statue, but as soon as he sees that three of you are already committed, he's like, "You know what? It's enough," and he takes
3: a step back again. He stands still until we press. Great a work,
0: 8. friends. You got this.
3: <laughs> Cassie Langdon.
0: Um, who wants to roll the die plus the bonus?
2: So remember, what we're, we're we're moving the statue. Is that what we're doing right now? Yeah. Okay. To
0: uh, to open up the wall so that you can mm-hmm. get through it and enter the other room. Um, I yeah. want to know who is going to take the primary role in pushing, and who's going to make the take the primary role in smashing the wall.
3: We've all got sixty strength. Is that right?
0: Yeah.
2: I think before we do that, you will say to the group, um, "Are we sure that?" She... Disturbing the artifacts. And the, the wall here is a good idea. I feel something foreboding about this place.
1: Oh,
3: good grief! You don't think this one's going to come alive, do you?
1: Jin could be using this place.
2: I'm not sure. I had another.
0: Are you allowing Langdon to hear this?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he'll like. Uh, He'll say i had another and then make eye contact with um with sofia and timur eudora and, and and try and like mouth like vision at them or like mime like seeing something
3: <laughs> so you just like close your eyes and put your hands up to your head and start like rolling it around like a, like a, and how do you mime like i had a dream vision you guys
2: i don't know man Right. It works, though. <laughs> it definitely works. Yeah. Sort like, raises a hand. Um, uh, I'm going to roll Spot Hidden for, Burr, for Langdon <laughs> to see
0: if he caught
4: that. I'm pretty sure that what, uh, what Hal just described there was the dance to tragedy were steps.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a hard success for Langdon, who says...
4: He
1: dances along.
0: You've had strange dreams, too? I, well have i i didn't want to say anything but ever since i left xian i i can't say shake the feeling that someone has been watching me i i know it's nonsense but i can't seem to be able to help myself uh I, pff, i'm sure a good night's sleep for once would help but i've been having odd dreams ever since i started looking for the russian cave have you as well
3: no i slept like a log honestly
0: you had some Stressful
3: dreams, but again, <laughs> yeah, not not for about a month now.
1: <laughs> what have you been shown, Mister Warner?
0: Oh well, you first. It's good. It's quite personal, and um...
1: if that is what it takes for you to open up, I have seen a vision of uh, the four of us, not including you, being surrounded and closed in on by large Buddha statues.
3: Oh, gosh, that's not auspicious. Now that you mention it, I, sorry, I laughed at the notion earlier. I, one of my dreams actually came true. I, well, I suppose it was a strange deja vu, you might say, but um, that incident we had with the, with, with the Russian refugees and the, the unsympathetic Chinese soldiers, I I'd, I'd dreamt about that some night's prime, and then it just... There it was before my eyes. Very strange. I, I had another one as well, about a, a, an Indian holy man and an, an altar of bones, but uh, I'm pleased to say that hasn't come to pass yet.
0: Um, well, uh, I suppose... Uh... Yes? Michael?
2: I've had three now. One of sitting on the ground surrounded by firelight, hands covered in blood and dirt. Another of hearing instruments and chanting, seeing a bony hand pulling apart vegetation making its way towards me. And then, last night, I was looking up at the cave painting, the Russian which you translated It changed before my eyes to become, they are come, the end is upon us. They are come in Chinese. And then a huge black bird uh, emerged from it. I fought it, It burst into petals and then melted into blood.
0: Langdon is looking at you with eyes wide. That's the same dream I had. I I was standing in the cave, the walls were covered with indecipherable words in, in a thick red paint. Uh, if I if I try to touch them, uh, the ground shakes and a large black bird flies up into my face. It attempts to peck my eyes out, and then an exploding shower of pink and white flowers. And then I wake up. You saw the same. You had the same dream.
2: I did, Professor. I am unsure if we should proceed.
0: Are you kidding? This means that we're going exactly the right way if you believe in that kind of stuff. this These are directions. These are Romans. Th- this is where we must go. And if we hear a bird, I say we go to the bird.
1: Seems you were drawn into this great and grand scheme that we have unfolding before us as well, Professor. Or perhaps we are being drawn into that which you are currently unfolding.
0: Yes. But either way, we can't step back now. We have to get in there, so who's going to help me move that statue?
3: Normally, I'd be all for this. I mean, jitters, disturbed sleep, strange dreams. I mean, this sort of thing, when you're excited about a dig, discoveries, or all the folklore sort of seeping in from the very walls, it's not unusual. But, um, and she will look at the rest of the group, kind of, side eye because obviously she doesn't really want to say out loud oh yeah and then we like had a fight with some living statues in a tomb just a few weeks back but uh, recently i find i'm a little more cautious i don't know I, are we sure about this langdon are you really sure about this
0: are you really going to let whatever precious artifacts are in that hidden room Go to waste, get destroyed with time, never discovered by civilization. What are you afraid of? You're an archaeologist, Eudora. I trained you better than this.
3: Damn it, Warner, you're right. I suppose I am. Alright, well let's give a uh, let's give Bronze Boy here the old heat ho.
0: Who else is helping?
4: Timor will step forward and say, uh, I do not believe in any of this. I will help you move your statue. Nice.
0: Okay, uh, that's a hard strength roll, Um, and I guess since uh, Langdon went fast, I will roll it for him. That is a hard success. The bronze statue is moved to the side, Um, and then he says, Okay, oh, now for someone to, to smash through the door. Which would be a normal strength. The,
3: there's a door or like the wall. The
0: wall.
1: Would Sofian be able to use size instead of strength to just use his weight against it?
0: Nope, strength.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna leave that for someone else then. I've...
3: If if you if you <laughs> hesitate, then Eudora will be will, will push past
1: you. Um... um,
0: I guess who didn't help with the bronze statue. Because I guess those are the people yeah, that are already yeah. tired.
1: That's true. Uh, Sophie would have helped with the statue for sure.
0: So everyone looks back and says, they're blanked sense, Michael. Help us out.
2: John, Yu uh, looks around the room and says, I cannot convince you not to proceed then. It would be remiss of me to allow you to endanger yourselves without doing the same myself. San Chu, stay back.
0: She takes several steps back.
2: And then, uh, yeah, he'll step forward and, and start swinging. Whatever, whatever needs to be roll, done.
0: Roll as a strength.
2: Um, he'll, he'll try and be as careful as possible to not oh. do unnecessary damage. See, his heart isn't in it.
0: A bit too careful. You're trying to smash through the brickwork, but your heart isn't in it. And uh, you make no progress, almost as if you're trying to sabotage things. Langdon. <laughs> glares at you try harder
2: It is very solid um, It's as if the cave itself does not want us to break through
0: i think you're not trying hard enough look the brickwork is is all basically already decaying try again
3: can we supply bonuses or is this just the the Jandu show
0: i can allow a bonus die uh, if Janu pushes it who's gonna help him
2: I, I i don't think he would push it i, I don't think he would break through if it risks Doing undue damage to the rest of this place. Very well. Um, and he'll, and he'll, yeah, he'll he'll like glare back at Langdon and and say as much.
3: Well, Eudora uh, has a lot of faith in her archaeological skills and her ability to um, dig without damaging stuff, and mm-hmm. probably has a lot of memories of being ordered about by Langdon Warner's voice. So she's just itching to comply.
0: and you can ask for someone to give you a bonus die.
3: Hey, if someone feels like it, if
4: Fedora's doing it, then
3: all right. So this is pushed with a bonus die. Yeah,
0: it's
3: good a go. Uh oh! Wow. Okay. So my lowest there was a fifty-four. Thank so, uh, goodness my strength is sixty.
0: Okay. Nice. And you make it uh, through. You smash. You smash through it. It definitely looks. It seems easier than. It looked when Janu was doing it by himself. There's definitely been partially damaged by the previous previous night's earth tremor. Um, Janu and Eudora, as you break through the wall, a flurry of wings fills the space as a large raven launches itself at Janu. Oh Janu, roll sanity, please.
2: <laughs> Extreme success. Uh, Janyu um, will uh, will see the thing coming and will like. Uh, r- Raise his hands to kind of ward it off.
0: <laughs> uh, the bird sees your hands raised, and it just panics more. Um, it's not trying to attack you; it's just trying to get out. Uh, so you briefly receive a face full of feathers and a few scratches as it tries to pass by you. he'll so get out of the way and
2: let it go where it wants to go, and then immediately start like warding himself.
0: Yeah, you definitely get a couple of scratches because your first instinct was to raise your hands rather than dodge out of the way. Mm. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the bird disappears fairly soon. Possibly out the window in the other room.
4: Well, there were no flower petals and no blood.
3: That's still a bit odd, Timur.
0: Huh. Fascinating. I suppose, uh... We enter. See what's waiting for uh, for us in there?
4: Indeed. Absolutely. Onward.
0: As with the previous hidden room, there are no windows here, yet faint light filters into this new cave from somewhere up above. A small spring bubbles from the wall into the far corner. Unlike the previous chamber, this room is almost empty. What immediately catches your gaze is an odd-looking statue of a seated man in front of which lies a fresh peach Langdon just his face drops and he looks immediately just heartbroken by the emptiness of the room um anyone feel free to roll me botany biology or natural world
3: hey natural world (laughs) no thank you
2: i remember the peach because the petals that the bird exploded into in my dream were
0: peach Mm. petals Yep.
3: And they briefly arrange themselves into a seated figure, I believe, before Mm. melting into a puddle of blood on the floor.
0: Mm. Nice. Uh, you realise that it's rather late in the season for peach trees to be fruiting in the wild, and this is really surprising.
3: Is there a tree in here? No, there's no tree. Just a peach like Yeah, even if it fell
0: from the sky, that would be like, yeah. Super weird. Mm. Uh, Even if the bird brought it in, it still is not a time for a bird to have found peaches. Mm. Yeah, Um,
2: okay. I'll I'll relay that information to to the others. Mm. uh, As
0: well, to one side of the statue is a considerable pile of neatly stacked peach pits. Several hundred, at the very least. Resting against the wall besides the door are what appear to be a mixing palette, pots of mineral ores, a grinding stone for producing new raw pigments, and a variety of brushes and other pieces of artists' paraphernalia. And then you look at the walls. Everyone, please roll sanity. <laughs> as on the walls, right there, staring back at you are your own oh portraits. My God. <laughs> Oh,
1: Nope, nope, and nope. And success.
0: Uh, anyone failing, please rule lo- lose one sanity. Oh, this is I, the slow, the I slow failed. grind. Mm.
2: <laughs> slow descent into madness.
0: Yep everyone everyone loses, including Shenchu, I've decided. Mm. She's she's also there. Um, anyone can roll a history or history of art. If you I want.
1: love that, yes, please. I will.
3: Ooh, extreme success.
0: They are painted in a style dating from around the 8th or 9th century CE, right down to the period robes the figures are wearing. The wall in which the door is set contains not only your own life-sized portraits, but also those of some unfamiliar faces. Numerous scenes show you and others engaged in a variety of different activities across the other three walls. In one, you're travelling across a vast desert, pursued by a black whirlwind. In another, you're struggling through a snowy mountain pass. One of the frescoes even seems to show the examination hall at Peking University, with an uncanny depiction of Sofian Bazaar's wine, seen painting pictures onto a wall in front of an audience. Warner, flabbergasted, approaches you. What is this?
1: wasn't us.
0: This this makes absolutely no sense.
3: You're right, there. This is, there's no, but well, it's us. There's
0: no, there's nobody else. It could be the likenesses are perfect.
1: Come out here, Jin.
0: Who are you talking to? Is there is there a Jin here? Is your name Jean? No, you're Dora.
3: He's talking about spirits, Langdon. You've got to admit, this is very eerie.
0: Yes, I, I have to admit, I have trouble understanding and explaining this. uh, And why am I not in any of the pictures?
3: That is a very good question.
0: Hmm.
2: Because the journey which is to be made is not yours to make. It seems we have been brought together by fate.
0: Well, you have to admit that uh, getting in this cave was a good idea then, hmm?
2: It seems we are where we are supposed to be, for better or worse.
3: Normally I don't put any stock in ideas of fate and destiny, but this is well, this is starting to look like a, a damn sight too much.
0: And uh what about this weird statue? It looks nothing like any of the rest I've seen. And what's what's with all the peach pits?
1: Can I just walk up slowly and like inspect the peach in front of the statue?
0: Yes. It is a peach. (laughs) It's very edible, from what it looks like.
4: Eat the peach, eat the
1: peach. (laughs) How did this get here? Sofianol's sort of eye over the statue.
0: Are you looking at the statue? Yes. The statue is incredibly lifelike. More so, far more so than the bronze Gandharan Buddha you moved aside to get access to this chamber. It appears to have a firmly attached headpiece of some sort made from long braided ropes of black hair probably human, coiled and carefully arranged atop its head. It is also draped with actual textiles rather than them being part of the carving. A a rosary made from pieces of bone hangs around the statue's neck alongside three amulet boxes Containing prayers or images of the Buddha, a pair of gold rings adorn the statue's ring fingers, and its ears have been cleverly fitted with gold hoops embedded with turquoise. Does anyone have any knowledge of Buddhism?
2: Yes, both in the game and in person. This is eerily <laughs> reminiscent of something I actually know about.
0: I will roll it. In. Okay, it doesn't say roll, it says if you know Buddhism, but oh, you can okay. roll if you want. <laughs> the figure is dressed in the garb of an ascetic monk. As such, it's not surprising that the statue lacks the shaven head spotted by most Buddhist priests. Uh, there's also an opportunity to roll anthropology or medicine here.
2: I'll make a medicine rolls, for sure. And we'll, uh, we'll relay the information to the others if that would enable them to roll anthropology.
3: They're good to me, I'm afraid.
0: Okay. The statue's features are largely Tibetan in origin, and the detail of the carving is exquisite. Although the exact material it's made from is really hard to determine. It might be very old wood, polished until silky smooth to the touch. I'll
2: relay all of this information together.
0: Mm.
4: This does not make any sense. Uh, Timur will sort of walk up mm-hmm. to the walls the paintings mm-hmm. um, sort of looking a little green around the gills because he failed his sanity test yeah. and um, he'll sort of reach out and touch the paintings I mean do did, did, did these seem to be incredible, I know that they're in a, a certain style but do they seem to be genuinely old paintings does the, does the paint sort of feel flaky and old or does it seem more recent
0: some look Very old. Some less old, some recent, and some very recent. None of them appear to be from the same time period. Mm
4: -hmm. But there are definitely pictures of us that seem to be way older than us. Yes. Dude. Creepy, huh? Whatever the 1920s Russian equivalent of dude is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to roll something art-related for
4: more details um all i've got is history of art actually um but i'm happy to give it another roll just in case Mm -hmm. uh no that's a fail
3: okay well eudora was going to have a look at the murals as well while sofian's looking at the statue seeing as there's nothing else in here can i roll
0: i've got history
3: of art yeah uh that's a success
0: uh these pictures not only are they in the same style But they almost look like they've been painted by the same person.
3: Oh boy. Mr. Statue over here has been living in a cave painting us for hundreds and hundreds of years and subsisting on mystic peaches. (laughs) Well, I say, um, that's so- the style is eerily consistent. They're such wildly different ages, but it's almost like this- well, it's almost like they're done by the same artist. It's it's amazing. You you would expect the pupils to, to have their own style, to to apply their own signatures. You'd expect art movements to change. I mean, look at the look at the age disparity, but it's a, it's so consistent. It makes less and less sense the more I look at it.
2: There are many stories in Buddhism which tell of immortals, those who are bound to life, for one reason or another. Perhaps we're witnessing one case of this
1: within ear perked up over his shoulder and hearing these two discussion can sophian touch the statue's leg?
0: You can touch its leg it oh. feels very smooth <laughs> and I guess it's covered by robes probably so uh, if you lift the robes then things are getting real steamy <laughs> uh. If
1: I just like push down onto it, is it does it feel like it's metal or stone or something underneath?
0: No the the material is very weird. It's very smooth to the touch and you can't quite place it.
1: This doesn't feel like it's made from metal or stone or wood or uh, a material I know that statues are usually made from.
0: Everyone's like, ah, uh, <laughs> poke, poke. <Yeah>. Someone pinch its <laughs> <his>
4: cheek.
1: Uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just in case we're missing something, bubbling stream, pile of peach pits, fresh peach in front of the statue, statue murals, and artist paraphernalia for painting the murals, and that's that's it for this cave, right?
0: Possibly some bird feathers around. Okay.
2: <laughs> would I, from the um, from the natural world role that I succeeded earlier, would I know that peaches are uh, originally native to the Taran Basin?
0: Ooh. I'll say yeah, because of your character. I mean, you're a traveler and a writer, and, and you did do have natural world, So it seems fair enough to know that. Nice.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Jenny will, will sort of m- mention that to probably Sophia and say, goes uh, to me, I don't know if it's relevant, but peaches are native to uh, a part of." north northwest China um, I don't suppose you travelled there uh,
1: is that Taklama is that near the Taklamakan desert it is I have uh, my brother Adam and I consumed many of these same peaches on our journey not as much as this man or this whoever this was looking <laughs> all the pits <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the
2: Taklamakan desert is in
0: <laughs>
2: Basin, uh, yeah. context.
3: Are we currently in the Taran Basin or are we just near
2: to in it? In the
0: beginning of the Silk Road and just in the edge.
3: Okay, I'm like in the edge of it.
2: So perhaps the, the desert which we're meant to cross, according to these images, is the one which you yourself are experiencing. Huh.
1: That is frightening. Eh? I am. I don't have too many fond memories except for the ones that I took on photograph. The desert is a harsh place. Maybe our journey leads us there.
0: Well, as fun as this is and uh, very concerning, I'm going to go back into the other room and start uh, piling up what is there so that uh, we have a good record of it and uh, put it in neatly stacked piles. Uh, Enjoy whatever it is you're doing here. He walks out to the other room. (laughs)
3: That is typical Langdon Warner. The man can't stand to not be the center of attention. I bet if it was his face up on these walls, you wouldn't be able to tear him away with a pack of wild dogs.
2: He's just in the other room. There isn't a closed door. And Eudora's voice really carries.
0: She's not very uh, socially aware.
3: (laughs) The students and whatnot outside are pricking their ears up, like, oh, what's this about murals? Let's go find out.
4: (laughs) Timor will speak up when you guys are talking about the desert, and he'll say, I have not said it before, but I have had the dreams as well. I saw rats in the desert. Many, many rats. rats."
3: They're not very pleasant, these dreams, I've got to say if I'd, if I'd, I'd, I'm not entirely convinced we're not dreaming now to be honest and I'd, I'd like to state here and now just for the record um, that if destinies are being dished out on on mystical wars in caves, I would have preferred something more pleasant I'd, whirlwinds in deserts and 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 snowstorms is not well it's it's not it's not entirely my cup of tea.
1: <laughs> we can take them and use them to prepare ourselves perhaps yes.
0: Uh, Sophia, are you still holding onto the peach?
1: I am. My thumb is really? running along its furry exterior.
0: Oh my goodness, <laughs> things are heating up. Slower. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, darting furtive glances every so often at this statue, because again, we have seen them come to life. Just, there's no movement or anything, no strange glint in its eye, it's just hanging out.
0: Its eyes are closed. Okay. And you can't see any movement from where you are.
3: I, I do approach it cautiously, just in yeah. case I spot anything. has missed and I will, I will touch it on the knee.
0: It doesn't <laughs> respond to the knee touching.
3: Okay. <laughs> and there's no peach juice dribbling down its chin or anything. No. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this, guys.
4: Ah, I want some nice. of these peaches. Kiss it. <laughs> Stick your finger in his ear. Where, where, where?
0: <laughs> there is a better way than punching something <laughs> in the face? <laughs> I, I up my gun. I like, shoot it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We did it.
3: There's a stream in here. We could waterboard it till it gives us answers. Oh, perfect. A better way, you say? Um, heck. I mean, we can try and feed it this peach. This seems like a... Like, <laughs> <Just push>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's kind of like we've been given a locked box and a key. If a, if a key is a P. He clearly likes them. <laughs> There's evidence. Maybe you just need to say, hello, statue. <laughs> I do speak to it. Sotto voce. Like, I don't necessarily want the others to hear me talking to myself, but I do kind of lean in close and say, hello.
0: You lean in close towards the statue's face. And you hear a soft voice coming from very close to your face. Tashi (laughs) Delek. Oh, no. And the statue's eyes open. (gasps) Oh, no. It says, greetings in all your languages.
3: What, at the same time? No, one at a time. Okay.
0: The statue has opened its eyes. Uh, It reaches out its hand... And in request of the peach at Sophian with a smile on his face.
1: Give it the peach. <laughs> Do we not need to roll sanity or anything? I was like, right there. Yeah, you can roll sanity. Yeah. Yes, please. Terrified mustache wiggle, Sofian gives back the peach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fumble. It's a 98.
3: Not that that means anything on that sanity, That is one sanity, okay. surprisingly. Terrible.
4: Failed again. It...
0: Calmly eats the peach while smi- smiling warmly at you. He then adds the stone to the pile by his side before slowly unfolding himself and rising to his feet. So you've been waiting for like a couple of minutes, just staring yeah. <laughs> as he's calmly finishing the whole peach. <laughs> My name is Tenzin Kalsang. I have been waiting for you for quite some time.
3: Um, did you Did you paint
0: these... Hmm. Indeed. Wow. And, um, so, uh, now that he's standing up, uh, you can tell that uh, the man looks to be in his mid-twenties. His piercing gaze is softened by his ready smile. He wears a long white skirt, a Chinese-style garnet-coloured vest, and a long-sleeved yellow shirt.
4: Is the, is the statue, like, normal human-sized?
0: Uh, no, average human.
3: So, just checking, what made us think he was a statue? Was it just the extreme stillness or, like, did he appear to be made of some other material until he He started It was just
0: the extreme stillness and, and like, like he wasn't warm to the touch. You can see that the colour comes back to his face. Okay,
3: right, okay.
0: Yeah. Like a
3: waxwork has just stood up. Mm.
0: It uh, appears you would like to hear my story. I understand uh, so uh i will tell you when i was a very young monk i realized it would fall to me to shepherd those who would preserve the world from chaos and distraction toward their destiny and so i swore to become a bodhisattva one devoted to guiding others to enlightenment rather than to attaining it for themselves. I received visions of my future vocation while living in meditative seclusion in the caves above my former monastery at Buczu Shagyi. In response to my calling, I made a long pilgrimage to Chenfotan, and after explaining my situation to the high abbot, I was walled up in the long forgotten room with only my painting supplies. Before I began my extended contemplation of the path chosen for me, I drew images from my visions of those who would one day come and find me. I've continued to add to the scenes over the years during my brief periods of wakefulness in order to recall the truths revealed by my ongoing glimpses of what will come to pass.
3: They walled you in here (laughs) And you've been living on
0: peaches? Over many lifetimes, my friend the raven has bought me the precious peaches to eat. As any Buddhist knows, the peach is one of the three sacred fruits, as well as one of the six symbols of longevity.
1: Just how long have you been here?
0: Ah, my journey to the caves took place during... Trisug Detsen's reign over the Tibetan Empire. My God, um, I am not sure how long it has been since then. Do we Does know? anyone want to roll history? Any yes. history will do. Yes.
3: I'll give it a go. That is a fail. So Sophion, please save us. Well, hey,
1: success.
0: Uh, Detsen, most commonly referred to as Ralpachan, ruled Tibet during 815 to 838 CE and was assassinated on the orders of his anti-Buddhist brother, Langdama.
1: That was... eleven hundred years ago.
0: Ah, it has been long. I... have been expecting you.
4: You... 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 uh, you are not human. You... you speak our language perfectly. You... you live eleven hundred years. You stand still like a statue. You make no sense!
0: Please, friend. There's no need to shout. I haven't broken any laws. There are many like me, you might have just not met them before. Um, Since you passed your history role, Brayden, you also recall the Monkey King's theft of the peaches of immortality from the Jade Emperor's heavenly garden. Uh, It would appear that these peaches did not grant 3000 years of life each, like in the story, Uh, but they did seem to have arrested the aging process to a very large degree. So there are stories of peaches and immortality.
1: I will sort of softly whisper this to whoever's close, Timor or Janyu or Eudora.
3: You really should have eaten the beach. Right? <laughs> we we had a chance.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Eudora will poke her head through the hole and just see what Langdon Warner's up to? <laughs> is he just happily piling up treasure by the door or is he like come over <laughs> with the sound of an unfamiliar voice?
0: Uh he yeah, he's poking through the wall through the door like <laughs> this is Not interfering. <laughs> okay, but he's seeing um, all this. I uh, sense uh, you have more questions.
3: <laughs> Where do we begin? Eudora is just gonna sit down. Uh, if she's standing next to the the bubbling spring, she will sit in the just wherever she is. She just plops down and just what v- so what, visions um, of us. Doing... what? Why?
0: Tenzin Kalsang's demeanour changes, his smile disappears and his face grows serious. There is a bayo, a hidden land you would say, where the great lords of Shambhala watch for the end of the Kali Yuga, when the universe shall be born anew. It is they who sent both friend Raven and the Visions. It is they who appointed me as guardian and guide for the path to your destiny, to ensure that the King of Fear does not leave Agatha, and that the world is not destroyed before its time.
3: So that's how that, That's our grand destiny, is it? We, we're supposed to... The King of... I'm not the only one hearing this, right?
2: Why us, cruel
0: people? The lords of Shambhala work in mysterious ways. I do not know why I was chosen, and I do not know why you were chosen. What I do know is that we were, and here we are.
2: So what are we to do now?
0: Do you have any guidance for him? <sighs> Tenzin gives you a sad but knowing nod. He looks at each of you squarely in the face, holding your gaze one at a time until you choose to look away. I must ask you. Will you join me on my journey to the gates of Agatha and there seal them? Until the stars are right, and the cycles of time march in step, once more.
1: I will. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Well, Warner is, has appeared from the gate and is repeatedly shaking his head, muttering to himself. Well, I never had the like. He wanders off. I, I, I'm going to keep working on these murals. I want nothing to do with this craziness, sir. No offence to you, my friends, but I do not care for this strange man or his visions, and I am not coming.
4: What happens if we do not follow you?
0: Well, I cannot force you to join me.
4: But I mean, what is the consequence of us not going to this place? Of us not doing the things that you think we need to do?
0: Uh, Well... I suppose I should tell you a few more things. Uh, the King of Fear is an ancient enemy of the Kulika King and the Lords of Shambhala. He seeks to condemn humanity to slavery and barbarity, while his Agarthan armies lay waste to the world. The world has been destroyed and reborn before, and it will be so again. It is the natural cycle of all things until they reach true enlightenment. But if the king of fear, the enemy of Shambhala and humanity, gains control, the new world will be one of nothing but pain and misery. The world's descent into violence, bloodshed and chaos foretells the end of the Kali Yuga and although the lords of Shambhala cannot directly interfere in the world affairs until the way to the land of the living fire is opened at the appointed time they can communicate with their chosen advocates on earth through dreams and visions we are here to prevent a future of humanity and the world worse than death
4: my uh my people have been under the yoke of slavery before, and I will not allow it again. I will come with you, although you make no sense to me.
0: I hope that things will become clearer in time. I can't say I
3: understand any better than Timur. I, this is all a, it's a bit thick, honestly, but... Well, I'm damned if I'm going to miss whatever it is, and... Uh, Until we all wake up back in Peking, yes. Yes, Dash it, I'll I'll come too.
1: This sounds like the start of a great journey. Mind if I get a photo of the four of you? Catalogue this?
0: What is this? I'm afraid I do not understand what you speak of, my friend.
1: Just in. What is this? there's a way to capture art immediately portraits
3: don't shock the man he's spent hundreds of years painting these, just just stand still Mr. Tenzin, you should be good at that
0: I suppose I can allow you to paint a portrait but we must make haste how exciting, yes this will
1: be quick and Sofian sets up his camera quickly and
0: Is he using Flash?
1: Oh God, you're gonna give him a heart attack. Ah, uh, oh no, if there's enough light in here, definitely. <laughs> okay. not.
2: It seems the journey ahead would be more dangerous than I had understood. Whatever comes. The choice is yours.
0: I I have seen the vision. I I will I will come with you. I have nowhere else to go.
2: Oh and we will give her a smile and then, like, um, right, stand up and get us stand the photo. yes,
1: uh, Warner, would you take our photo? Just press these buttons and flick these levers? Adjust the chemicals here? <laughs> <laughs> really simple.
0: He grumbles as he comes and takes your photos. Your photo. There is... Uh, Shock briefly depicted in Tenzin's face, which will be shown in the picture after. <laughs> uh, there are many things I will have to learn.
3: You don't know the half of it. <laughs> we have carts that go by themselves now. This is going to be very interesting. He looks horrified at that
0: idea. <laughs> I'm not joking. He's so. well, I... Uh... <clears throat> very well. Um... I am delighted you have accepted, even though I had no doubt in my heart. Here is what must be done next. We must first journey to the sacred sites I have seen in my visions, to acquire the necessary items to perform a ritual that will close the gates of Agatha. Without these items, our quest is doomed to failure. One of the required items is a set of seven ritual bowls left by Padmasambhava at the site of his miraculous birth, Lake Danakosha. Anyone can roll history and then history, archaeology, Buddhist lore or occult for a second bit about the lake.
2: Nice. Uh, I'll roll Buddhist lore. Happy to do that.
1: And they have history Um, art there you go look at that nice
0: nice so with the law you get danakosha is a mythical lake alleged to have existed in the ancient kingdom of odiana and thought to be located in the northwest frontier provinces in british india around chakdara i'd i'd like a history of any kind as well
2: I'll uh, relay that information to the group anyway. Oh,
1: extreme success.
0: Oh. I have some great news for you, Brayden. It is a giant handout. I forgot to assign.
1: Fantastic. (laughs) I will enjoy.
0: Two other items. Musical instruments we must craft ourselves. To acquire the necessary components, we must journey to another site associated with the great guru, Sitavana. For more on Sitavana, roll history, or cult or lore.
2: I'll happily make a lore roll. Again. <laughs> well,
0: try history. Continuous. Nope, I failed.
3: Uh, history of art, if you'll accept that. I've got a success.
0: Okay. Sitavana was, according to Huan Chang, one of the eight legendary charnel grounds of India where Padmasambhava was swallowed by dakini, and thereby initiated into the secret of the Tantra after passing through her body and being born again. Although its exact location is the source of much debate, it may be found in the Indian town of Radjir in Bihar and Orissa. Then Tenzin continues, Once we have these items at hand, we must travel back to my homeland Tibet, and find the hidden valley of the White Ape, located in the jungles of Pelakor, where the gates of Agatha are opening. There, we must use the manuscript I brought with me from my parent monastery to perform a liberation ritual, which will drive the evil back into Agatha and seal the gates behind it. This document is currently in the antechamber next door. Along with the Malong, my staff, my skull bowl, and my Katari, all of which we will need to take with us.
3: Ah, uh, document you say? <laughs> Is there any chance it's the one that uh, got shredded earlier, I wonder? Oh no. all
0: group luck.
1: Oh please no. Oh. You...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Is that...
1: genju
2: Oh, right. it's
0: Shen-Zhu. That's right. What was that? <laughs>
2: That was a 40, and her luck is 25.
0: I guess you'll find out soon. (laughs) (sighs) Um, Tenzin continues. Before we start, please help me collect my items. The Malong, the Tantric Staff, the Skull Ball, the Katari, and the Ritual Manuscript. Uh, The manuscript is a scroll printed on black paper and mounted on rainbow silk. It is tied with the braided hair of the... Venerable ascetic who trained me. You head to the other room to collect the items. Definitely. <laughs> the Good. manuscript cannot be found. Uh,
3: uh, hmm. Looking over yeah. at where Sofyan was standing when he uh, stumbled or whatever.
0: We are missing. As well as a few pieces of statu- statuary.
3: This is a very valuable archaeological site and we suspect attempts may have been made to plunder it in the past
0: warner was overhearing this and said of course that russian
1: Russian (laughs) (laughs) shop
0: of course that russian soldier who found the secret cave took some souvenirs with him before he left The Lama doesn't seem particularly distressed or annoyed, he smiles and nods. This explains a vision I saw shortly before I woke, could not understand. A red temple full of printing blocks, a storehouse of my faith's great knowledge. We cannot perform the Rite of Liberation without the scroll, so we must add another destination to those I have already mentioned. Sadly, as it was founded long after my time, I'm not entirely certain where the printing house lies, but I do recognize the landscape. I I think it is somewhere in the east of my country, in Cam. My old home. But where precisely? I cannot say. Although I am sure we will find.
1: Well,
3: I'm I'm heartened by your faith, I must say. It's all still seems like rather a lot to digest. It's uh it's comforting that that you at least seem to have a plan.
0: Everything ...will fall into place. After all, we have already seen the future.
3: Indeed. And, uh, these visions of yours?
0: I haven't seen that far, but... Oh, good. The Lords of Shambhala... ...would only pick people capable of succeeding, and... ...my faith lies with them.
3: Oh, that's us. Capable of succeeding. No doubt.
1: Seems like rather an odd... Group of individuals to be chosen as the saviors of the
2: world. Ajani uh, will, will reflect back on his uh, his studies of various uh, like r- religious folklore uh, uh, and the various bands of misfits that have been <laughs> uh, been heroes of those, and, and will say, hmm. "All the best legends feature a similar band." I think, perhaps, we have a chance.
0: Ah, Tenzin nods and smiles. It is time to arrange our upcoming journey.
3: Yes, um... Well, we brought camels and things. Do you eat... donkeys? Donkeys. Oh, we're going to need camels and things for the desert. Uh, Do do you eat, uh, Mr. Kalsang? Other than peaches, I mean? Is your raven coming? I
0: don't don't know how this sort of quest works. I will be eating. Now that I'm not required to sustain myself for longer than you, I will start aging normally until I fulfill my mission.
3: Well, um... I'm sorry. One gets used to it.
0: I have no hesitation when it comes to fulfilling my life's purpose.
3: I'm bully for you.
1: You said that you are someone who assists others in seeking enlightenment. Does this journey end with us being enlightened? Or is the enlightenment occur along the way?
0: Very wise words. One cannot predict enlightenment. I am here to support you. To fulfill your life's mission that is my life's mission
3: well um langdon it sounds like you're going to be cataloguing this find by yourself uh duty calls
0: langdon is grateful to be keeping all the stuff you are leaving behind for him <laughs> mm-hmm. does he and put up
3: any resistance to us taking those uh prize objects we found earlier because they belong um, to this chat he
0: tries to but then kind of yeah Trails off and pretends this isn't happening. (laughs) Happy that you have found the cave and he can do everything with his students and by himself now. He lets you go. And on the next session, we will arrange your journey and then head off Mm. into the Taklamakan.
2: Nice. Exciting. Get hype.
1: Uh.
0: That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much everyone, Brayden, Noxicles, Howell, Seb, and of course our amazing co-editor Jason, you have all been the best. And a big massive thank you to our listeners, you're all exceptional. Your listens, comments and ratings are incredibly helpful, but if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash We owe a particular thank you to our first patrons, Julia and Inette and Nikos. Your support makes all of this possible. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links, on our website at stazaride.com. Come join us! Now, farewell, dear